bånd. Welcome into the Waiver Fire podcast. Nick and JP are here coming at you after the NFL draft, diving into the NHL playoffs. It's all coming together. It's a wild uh, Monday night, man. You had yourself some delicious looking grub and exciting news that you're going to be heading up to Birmingham. So fantastic night, man. How's it going, dude? There's. Yeah, everything's everything's pretty fun right now. Uh, I feel like, you know, every time a big uh, sports event happens, we always say like, "This is it. This is it until football season." <laughs> right. And, and everything, but it's right now. This is this really is it. Oh yes. Okay. This really is it. They got the playoffs happening right now in the NBA. It's it's good basketball. Everybody's trying. Um. You're not seeing the same sort of stuff that you've been seeing the whole year from from the teams, and it's good stuff. Baseball is happening right now. Baseball and, is happening. And after you're all actually, that stuff, you're actually into baseball, man. So, what I really am into about baseball <laughs> is the fact that you can find things that have odds like. Minus 400. Okay. To happen. Like things that um, you could probably make a fortune betting against, oh, but you yeah. would probably lose. You would probably right. lose. Yeah. Keep it safe. Minus 400. Yeah. Keep it safe. And you're finding it on sites where it doesn't matter what their odds are. As long as you match up two people that hit, there you go. Cashing. Right. So the coolest thing about baseball is that. Things have odds like that. Like they really know that they're going to pull this pitcher after the second inning. Oh, okay. like it's like it's a it's a for sure fact. You don't you don't know it as a person, sure, like a regular person, but an odds maker does mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You don't know why. They're genius. You just you just find that guy that's <laughs> minus five hundred and seventy to to get five strikeouts or something like that and you just ride it you don't think about it and then once that game comes on that night you just sit down and have a brew and you just cheer for the guy because (laughs) he such a good chance of happening and he does it does most of the time so that's why i like watching baseball right now that's fantastic. I, I totally line up with those values. I, I like to bet very safe as well. And it just, you get some skin in the game and then ultimately you win money. I mean, what could be a better? So I am totally with you, man. That's so cool that you've gotten into it. Obviously I'm into MLB just cause I love baseball and I love all the teams. So haven't actually watched a ton, but definitely keeping up with highlights and how players are doing. So that's so cool to see you've gotten into it. Um, any any particular random player that you happen to kind of remember that you have a, a little love for because they, they got you some cash? Or is it all kind of a washing away? <laughs> well, let me pull up today. Okay. Today, I had one guy telling me to 
to go under on Pablo Lopez. Pablo. And then and then they lowered his line. Oh wow. And I decided and I decided to make another entry later that went over on oh, Pablo Lopez. Oh, you sandwiched him, huh? Yeah, I did, and I cashed on that one because Pablo did seven seven strikeouts this Ooh, evening. Seven is good. Wow. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I just today I just got a uh, Tyler Wells over three point five strikeouts cash on it. Go. Chris Paddock. Under five strikeouts, cashed okay. on that. You're going for a lot of strikeout bets, huh? It's really tough to bet on batters, right? And what they're going to do. That is, yeah. I mean, I the the most I hear is like somebody's going to get an RBI that day. Um, you know, I think that's a pretty popular bet. And well, that's fantastic, man. Definitely uh, keep us in the loop on how that's going throughout it. You, you did mention you wanted to give a shout out to the specific app. Do you want to? Do you want to give it a, a little free advertisement? Yeah, I, I've been using Prize Picks. It's Prize. it's just a cool it's a cool thing because when you do make one of those lineups with one of those friggin' locks, yeah, you know, with one of those five hundred whatevers, yeah, you can go and. Make it uh you can make it a power play, huh. which is meaning like if you get two, you can times three your money. All right. Or or if you do a, a flex play with three and you hit with two of them, then you, you can get your money back plus a little more. Nice. But it's 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 a risk adverse way to play. Right. Um uh, prize picks used to let you do a two two pick flex and that's how i really got my bankroll up but they 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 saw how that uh was working <laughs> out for for the users and that right. doesn't exist anymore oh that's the same well i'm glad you got it while it was good for just a little while at least but people like me that live in alabama and don't have any other way to bet player props right we're just gonna try and do it any any way we can sure so that's this is my shout out to the industry to make more apps like this. Um, they have really cool things like if Giannis scores one point, everybody gets a hundred dollars or some right. crap like that. And right. you're just like, okay, thank you. Take, Take the hundy. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. It might be a fake hundy that you have to play through to get the money for right. it, but like, right. whatever we're, <laughs> We're occupied. As long as I, I always feel like in gambling, as long as you're having fun, like like watching it and rooting for people, you know, winning, I guess I always kind of think as like extra. Like I don't ever think that I'm actually going to be like some gambling champion. But if you're having fun with it, man, take the hundy and it's free entertainment right there. And if you happen to be, you know, go on a little streaker, then hell yeah. But uh, that's what's up, man. Thank you. Thanks for the shout out. I'm sure, you know, our Auburn fan base probably wants to get in. So let's uh, let's shift gears because, man, well, first off, I do have to call out. I know everybody is highly anticipating the Martin Scorsese continuation, but we didn't get to it this week. We did not get to the Nick Cage 99 thriller, I guess, kind of thing. I did start the movie, but I did not have the stamina to finish this week. Apologies, but I will get to it for next we week. Lo we love Nick Cage. He's 
he was on our um wild at heart absolutely um movie talk and he's in a he's in a movie right now that's doing very well oh theaters interesting i'm so out of touch himself he plays himself oh is that out already Yeah, he plays himself Mm -hmm. i had heard about that for a uh, while Mm -hmm. rotten tomatoes has given it like a certified gold whatever and it's and it's yeah i I just just missed it this weekend i went to see the stupid ass northman oh fuck the northman okay that movie was like really cool with like the visuals and the stuff like that but it it was uh it was mm, Uh the story was trash oh no yeah like the whole time you were just like what what am i rooting for here oh no Go see the well, Nick Cage movie. I'll, I should definitely try to get out and about. You know, I'm such a homebody, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll peek out there. I haven't um, seen it yet, but I think it's good. Yeah. Well, we will get to the, the Nick Cage Scorsese uh, thing next week, but we did just have the NFL draft, and boy, oh boy, there were some, there were some fireworks. They were there really not were. – they weren't my favorite fireworks, if I'm being totally honest, but there were some fireworks to be had. Teams really making whew, a hefty amount of swaps. Um, I did, before we get to that, I did just want to ask, I can't remember, did we talk the Tyreek Hill to Dolphins? I'm pretty what sure else? we did. Okay. Yeah, I think we did. Did we talk, it's way smaller, but did we talk... Um, Russell Gage to Tampa Bay. I think we did a little bit. Yeah, I think I said that I thought it was dope. Okay, all right, fantastic. Well, let's dive in, man, to some kind of some heartbreaking shit, man. You know, you and I both, I think, huge A.J. Brown fans. I I was so excited. I, I know it's just Ryan Tannehill in, in Tennessee, but I was still just thought that he was going to be this beast for years to come. And Injuries, of course, frequent chronic, it seems, injuries in his lower legs, but just an absolute monster. And then I don't going know. Going to the smallest pie God. you've ever seen in your life. I that don't pie. know. Oh. Jalen Hurts is his own pie. It's like, like if, one, It's like if you went to the gas station and you got one of those like little mini apple pies. It's just like the tiniest little crumb cake. That you could you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man! He goes to the Eagles, and you know the the Titans got a first and a third, which they immediately spent their first on basically AJ Brown, you know, eighteen year old AJ Brown, which is kind of interesting. But you know, AJ Brown was was about to be at that point where he was going to going to demand a massive contract and. He's had injuries. Maybe those injuries are kind of Todd Gurley-esque where they're just chronic and he's just not going to unfortunately be a longtime star. It's hard to say, but the facts are that he's at the Eagles and that Jalen Hurts, you know, does not throw the ball. And when he does, he doesn't throw it very well. And it's just kind of a really sad situation, man. I'm, I'm really deflated. I have AJ Brown in my keeper league and that, 
that keeper league is just completely gone, <laughs> gone to hell already. But oh, that's just really sad, man. That's all I can say. I mean, AJ Brown, you know, looking ahead. I mean, there's a lot, you know, going to a new team is already so hard. <sighs> can I throw out some names for you, man? And just super early on, think who you would take AJ Brown verse. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. All right. How about AJ Brown or another sad situation? DK Metcalf in Seattle. I know you're going to say neither, but just gun to your head. Hmm. I have to say AJ Brown because sure this the pie is small but the pie is small for a reason i've seen jalen hurts do some throwing yes he in can college he can and and in the nfl yes with with aj brown here and all the money spent there might be a really valiant effort to actually use a number one and a number two wide receiver, which is something that not all teams have. You're right. But they have it now because Devonta Smith is pretty good. He is. He is solid for sure. And it's it's the nice kind of one-two punch of the big body DK Metcalf. And, you know, A.J. Brown is basically, in my opinion, seems like a DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett um, situation basically, you know uh, – um, I'm sorry. The the two, oh my gosh, the Blues are just let's go. Oh yeah, we are. What I am watching playoff game number one for NHL, which is Blues Wild, which are two like basically my two teams. So I'm very excited. And man, the Blues are going on the road and scoring two in the first period. Let's go, Minnesotans are crying. All right. Anyways, I, I think that, I'm that with sport, that sports on prize picks as well. If you ever have any insight. Well, I am just super, super ignorant towards it, but I, I might be tempted just to be, just to be naughty with it. But, um, but yeah, so, I hate that you made me make that decision between those two people, because I, otherwise I, I probably would have chosen whoever else there was. Yes. So you, you, you forced me to make an introspective <laughs> about about whether I would uh, do the AJ Brown thing or not, because I do have the slightest bit of hope that that the coaching staff at Philadelphia is like, all right, we have all of the ingredients. We're gonna try to do a traditional NFL offense where where these guys can be really potent, and then you can use your running when it's necessary, but not right. as a crutch. Because if you do it like that, you're gonna lose games. Yes, and and they don't care about fantasy. They want to win games. Sure. And that um, recipe is good for fantasy as far as wide receivers go. I'm with you. I'm with you. I do think that the coaching system, offensive philosophy, I think Seattle straight up just wants to run the ball as hard as possible. So you might think that Philadelphia is a small pie, but – Seattle's basically crumb cake as well. And it's just going to be, you know, can AJ Brown just be the beast that we think he is? And, and I agree. I think gun to my head, I'm, I'm going to take AJ Brown there. I think 
I think the upside, even though honestly, I do think that Drew Locke is not the worst. I think he'll be okay. But I think Jalen Hurts could take that kind of step forward and actually be, could be very exciting. And also that Eagles defense was horrific last year and they were playing from behind every single second half. So hopefully junk time. They just need to move Drew Locke to a place that sucks. Okay. So, something that sucks dick. Like, just so you like don't wash even, it away? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you, you don't even want to be there. Like, you, first you ship him out to Denver, and he's like, oh, shit. Right. One, one of the greatest cities in America to just chill and have fun. And, oh, no. Oh, ah, oh no. I'm going to Seattle, another really chill city with great food and awesome fun times and everything. Is that why Green Bay is so good? Because the players just have not shit to do but play football? Yeah, That's what it ship, is? Ship that guy off to Green Bay or <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio or some shit like that Damn. and see what he can do. He's <laughs> Mr. Drew Locke. He's like uh, fucking Johnny Good Times or something. That is absolutely wild, man, But I but I dig it. Let me ask you another interesting one that I think kind of ties into the next piece of news. Well, no, it really doesn't. I'm sorry. That was a bad transition, but it can. How about we have, we know Jamius is going to be the starter in New Orleans. Um, Michael Thomas, you know, we haven't seen it for a long time, but he's still, I think, a beast. Would you do Michael Thomas over A.J. Brown? It's a good one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think so. Go AJ Brown. AJ Brown's been on the field more recently. He's, yeah, he's definitely. I don't know. I'm all about being risk adverse these days. Yes, I'm with you. I think that makes sense. And you know, we really have never seen Michael Thomas do it without. Hall of Famer Drew Brees. So, I mean, I think he's a beast, but like you said, it, we haven't seen it. Wow, the Blues are just playing fantastic. Um, but I, I think you're right, man. It's hard to, you know, when players get away from the the field for a while, sometimes they just kind of lose it. You know, they get out of shape. They, they're not running routes. They don't realize how insanely lightning fast the NFL is and yeah, Michael Thompson is unfortunately going to kind of have to prove it to me before I, I go that deep in the tank for it. But regardless, you know, A.J. Brown, it's sad for the for the Titans. It, I mean, the Titans, <laughs> poor Derrick Henry is going to he's going to die this year, man. I mean, they're going to give him damn 400 carries and he's just going his his little pinky toe that is already suffering is just going to fall off his foot, man. They They have nothing there. Well, let's all, as Waver Fire podcast hosts mm. and Waver Fire podcast listeners, yes, all resolve to sell anything that absolutely explodes in the first four weeks of fantasy football. Oh, absolutely. If you get something that just doesn't make any sense and is just giving you 35 30 to 35 points a game for four weeks. Hot potato. Mm -hmm. Fucking get rid of it. 
Okay, give it to somebody for something that you that's born. There was there was a time this year where you might have to, to swindle somebody with like Cordell Patterson and get like Jonathan Taylor or something yes. like that. Exactly. Because because uh, JT was doing nothing for a while and he is just kind of like a like a rock type of player. You know, you can always depend on him to be physically beastly. And let's just all resolve to sell high on these players. Some players, some players, just to kind of tease out what you're talking about, first four weeks of last year, running back six, Kareem Hunt. Could you have traded Kareem Hunt for some goodness? Probably. Um, Probably, but there, there's some better um, – Better Mike Williams would have been like Mike Williams, fantastic. Like one of the best ones to do. I mean, I know Mike Williams would have been the best one to do. Absolutely the best one last year because he was on fire. He was, uh, I believe, wide receiver one for a while, at least three three games, and the hype was high. The hype was like, oh, we always knew he was good, and now it's just set in stone or something like that. Right. And you could have gotten rid of, of Mike Williams for shit. Even his counterpart who ended up being his, his one Keenan Allen. You, you you probably could have done that pretty easily. Um, First, first four weeks running back 46, Josh Jacobs who finished top 12 running back. Could you have, gone in on Josh Jacobs as, as a known commodity or something. I, I'm totally with you, man, that, that you've got to just, I know it's so exciting and we're so far away from draft season, but I know it's unbelievably exciting when you go in on a player fifth, sixth round and they pop off and you're like, Ooh, I have the Cooper cup of the season. It's just so rare. It's just so rare that it keeps going. Like, Go in on the tried and true, and, and you're like. I mean, obviously, if it was Cooper Cup, you would have right. been sad. But like, the signs were there for Cooper Cup before this happened, and I mean, especially if you listen to this podcast, we talked about how Devonte Adams said that Cooper Cup was the closest thing to him in the league the yep. year before he popped the fuck off. So you just right. have to listen to what comes out of the mouths of 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 these NFL stars and apparently us too. So Hollywood Brown was wide receiver 10 through the first four weeks. I cashed in on that Hollywood Brown value thought he was going to be good. Didn't think he was a wide receiver one. And he he definitely was not at the end of the year. So I'm absolutely with you, man. And, you know, just to go back to the Titans, Derek Henry, you know, if you want to take a, it's hard because it's, it's tough to think, who their um, RB, you know, their um, RB two is. I think it's Hassan Haskins based on depth chart, but definitely one of those players that I am concerned with will fall apart this year. So if you want to take a speculative last pick or second last pick on on his backup, even if you don't have him, or in a best ball league, grabbing a backup there could be could be really good value because poor poor Titans just. I mean, they have this new flashy wide receiver one, um, Traylon Burks. He seems like a massive beast, but 
you know, how often is a, a rookie wide receiver, e- even in this day and age, when we have Jamar Chase, and we have Justin Jefferson, um, it's just still so rare that a rookie wookie, a, a, a wide receiver uh, really does anything of consequence. So just look for Derrick Henry to be leaned on and leaned on as insanely as ever. Um, how about, you know, we, we, I did just bring up Hollywood Brown. So a, a little transition there. Hollywood Brown, who I I'm just kind of shocked by this because I thought that the the Ravens were kind of wide receiver needy. They trade away who I think is their wide receiver one in Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals. Um, you know, Mark Andrews, of course, they're getting the most targets last year. But behind Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown, there really wasn't anything there. But he goes to the Cardinals, man. What are your thoughts on Hollywood going to going to the Cardinals? No, I mean, I guess he fills in that immediate spot of uh, Christian Kirk, who made all that money. But I I think it's a good move for the Cardinals. Oh, definitely. I mean, if he doesn't replace it, he's better. I think it's it's fantastic. And, And to tie into the news that just popped off today, DeAndre Hopkins suspended the first six games that might get reduced as it often does to a four game, but still to start four games off for Hopkins for PEDs, that's pretty brutal in Hollywood Brown. You know, it's hard again to move to a new offense, but if he can make use of that target share could be pretty sexy. And even as the wide receiver too, I mean, he, he's a very good wide receiver. He really found himself in Baltimore and found his niche of both short and long range. So I like the move a lot. I mean, it leaves the Ravens with like literally Rashad Bateman and, and that's it. Devin Duvernay, I guess, but man, it is unbelievably thin. And I think Lamar, I mean, I guess Lamar is going to be at, be asked to do a lot with his legs, but if you don't have anybody but Mark Andrews really to trust, it could be kind of a down year for Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know. It's nice to have at least that one wide receiver to trust. So just a strange awful. What's that? I'm sorry. It's looking bad for Lamar. It really is, man. And he was kind of superstar in the making and he still could very well, you know, the the Bra- um sorry the Ravens really invested in their defense this draft and it should be kind of back to snuff after they lost their corners from uh, ACL tears last year so it could be a ground and pound grinded out you know solid affair for Lamar Jackson but just kind of again it's just kind of sad news I guess all around I think Hollywood Brown loses value I think really everybody does except for maybe Kyler gets the tiniest little bump but nothing really. I think the running backs get a fat bump. Oh, in um in in Baltimore? Yeah. That's Edwards and JK Dobbins. JK Dobbins. I think I think that JK Dobbins has has at least the juice to beat Gus Edwards. Right. Like he can do whatever Gus can do. I mean, before his his big injury. Mm-hmm he could do a, a whole lot more. Yes. But we'll see. I mean, he could still be an absolute beast. Uh, we've seen 
lots of players come back from injuries and break records like Hadrian Peterson and stuff like that. And Absolutely. And it was just the ACL. It was not the Achilles. So ACL, you know, more common to come back almost full strength. So I agree. I'm not exactly sure. I don't recall where JK Dobbins is going in drafts right now, like speculative mock drafts, but should be, should be good value. Definitely looking at potential double digit touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Could be really, really good. That's a great call, man. Um, so Hopkins being suspended, I mean, we kind of have to look for that. I, I do think it probably gets reduced as they all do. But even if he gets dropped the first four games, that's pretty harsh. That probably, I guess in my mind, moves him kind of into the more of that third, fourth round. I, I can't imagine he's at all anywhere in the second round. So kind of kind of hurts DeAndre Hopkins, which sucks. And then. You know, I've been on the bandwagon of if a player needed PEDs to kind of be good, you know, and they crack down and he no longer has the juice, just kind of something to watch. Like, is he, is he, I guess, hitting kind of that age wall? Hard to say, hard to say what actually happened, but. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say he, I, I say he's fucking done. Wow. Um, I, 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 personally like like this is just me like i can't go back to the well on it okay i mean there's tons of things in fantasy football that are like that like you just can't do it again Mm -hmm. and this doesn't relate to it at all it's not not a similar situation in my opinion but you know you hear people talking about how they can't draft christian mccaffrey again right like that's a great player or whatever but there's this experience that just people just can't do it yes and I might do it, not first overall or anything like that, but that's just because I've never gotten screwed by Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Hopkins, on the other hand, I drafted him last year, and he was a big disappointment. Yeah, He didn't do anything, and he had ample chance to do it. He mm-hmm. had plenty of opportunities. For sure. And he, and he was just nothing. Um. You know, things were good that first year that he was there. Yep. Good, not great, I would say. Right, exactly. We were hoping for that that jump, you know, familiar with the offense, no real threat like A.J. Green. There's just no threat. It's it's for him, and he didn't make that jump really. I'm with you, man. He, he did burn yeah. people. I'm not going to be fully off, um, but he is definitely going to – he's going to sink probably to the point where I just don't get him. Third round, uh, you're saying? I don't – again, if it's it's six games, there's no way in hell. If it's four games, he's probably like at the 402. I I would feel like he probably slots into that range, something like that. At that point, I mean, there's still really good upside, and, and you can fill in for the first four weeks. So, I don't know. It's going to be one of those very interesting names in mock drafts throughout the offseason. Well, I think right now, if you dove into, like, an underdog mock for right. best ball, right. you could get Hopkins at, like, 502. Wow, there you go. That's what I think. I don't know. I mean, I haven't I been. Know. I haven't played any best ball this year. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to playing some uh, NFL prize picks. Yeah, I, I totally year. dig that. 
Um, I, I would not mind, uh, you know, we kind of did the best ball last year. I'm sure I'll do a little bit, but if as a waiver fire brand, you want to move to the prize picks for NFL, I'm so down for that. So we'll, uh, We'll plan for some little some little mini eps with uh with some bets i'm sure but well the the thing is for the consumer i just think that you have way way easier of a chance to 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 make money if we can all make money together and we're not and we're not fighting against each other to make money you know yep. oh totally agree totally agree um so let's let's talk a little bit about the repercussions of the actual draft. Those are all trades and news that happened within the draft itself, which I honestly can't think of a, another draft where that's happened, where you've had two pretty, you know, big name wide receivers move during the draft. So it was wild. But we do have a lot of young blood coming into the NFL. And again, that doesn't usually hit. But just to talk about the situations in terms of wide receivers, the Falcons grabbed the number one overall wide receiver. I think it was pick eight or so Drake London seems like a big bodied, um, you know, skilled wide receiver seems like a, a pretty big beast that could have impact. The only people there right now are Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson. And, and behind that, it is really shifty. So, you know, I think potential for, and it is Marcus Mariota, so that has to be taken into account, but maybe he maybe he surprises. So I guess I'm not, I wouldn't mind picking Drake London in a redraft, like really, of course, towards the back of the draft itself, but seems yeah, like a potential opportunity here. Yeah, I I agree. And uh I, I saw that um Drake himself bet for Drake London to be the first wide receiver picked overall. Um five like five hundred thousand dollar bet or something like that. Well um that's pretty yeah, funny. That's pretty funny. It, it does make me dislike Drake London by association a little bit, but that's okay. I'll still try to love him for fantasy. Drake, and- Drake. The Drake Drake. Um, these next ones, unfortunately, get a little sadder. Uh, the Jets take the second wide receiver off the board, Garrett Wilson. So goes to to work with um, – oh, Lordy, I should have done my homework. Jets QB, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson really didn't look very good last year at all, but still very incredibly young and – I mean, the Jets have made a lot of good picks. You know, they, they've really bolstered their line in the draft. I mean, this draft was was pretty fantastic for the Jets on the offensive side of the ball. We've just we've just have not seen the Jets as an organization succeed in getting points, and it just it does scare me. So I, I don't I don't think that I can, in good conscience, draft a Jets rookie wide receiver. They've already got Elijah Moore there. They've got Braxton Berrios, who kind of came on, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims. I mean, they have names there. It's not like Atlanta. So well, you can draft the next two, right? They're not, think, they're, they're think, not so bad. No, I think the next two could be there. Um, the Saints get Chris Olave, but 
it's one of those things, you know, how good is Jameis really? How much are they going to let him air it out? He's going to be the clear wide receiver two, if not three behind both um, Michael Thomas. And then of course, Alvin Kamara gets his. So I guess Chris Olave is potentially draftable. I mean, it's, I don't know that, that division, you've got some weak defenses besides of course, Tampa Bay. So it doesn't, you know, for those Atlanta Falcons matchups, he might be a play. I'm not so sure. You do. The fourth one is a little interesting because I I think that um, his name's Jamison Williams. I think a lot of people were very high on him. He seems like he he could be one of the hottest wide receivers out of the gate um, in terms of his skills. So I I don't know anything about that, but that's just what I've heard. He goes to the Lions, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, Obviously, uh, Jared Goff, not any sort of superstar, but but um, Amon Ross St. Brown really kind of came into his own towards the end of last last year, particularly for fantasy. Uh, they do have DJ Chark there. They have Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond. So they have a lot of names there. And I think it's going to be hard for a rookie to really emerge as anything super special, but Thankfully, that team is still really bad, and they'll be losing a lot of games, and Jared Goff will probably have to be throwing a lot. So a name to keep your eyes on. I don't think I'll be drafting him, though. I don't think – I think the only problem with him is that there's a lot of mouths to feed. Yes. The, the running backs, they both love to catch passes. Um, DeAndre Swift has a little pass catch goblin. Exactly. Great name alongside of him, right. and that and that's really unfortunate because that's what he really likes to do. That's what Swift loves. And then yeah. you've got Hawkinson, who uh, just a little bit underwhelming last year, but mm-hmm. not totally writing him off yet. He's a problem if you're somebody that's looking for receptions. Yep. And then you've got Amon Ra, who was. Just a really powerful name for a number one right wide receiver. Oh yeah, great name, no doubt. Amon Ra, <laughs> fucking number one, dude. I don't know, man. I, I it's tough, but it, it it could it could happen. He could be productive. You never know. Um, Hawkin, I feel like it's either or. It's like if Hawkinson prevails, then you're screwed. Right. I think that's a good call, and that's kind of why I'm probably not going to take a flyer on him. I, I think maybe best ball, whatever, but I'm probably not in on on him. Just a name to watch throughout the year because, you know, we listed all the names. The Lions have a number of talent at the skill position players, and they could be kind of spicy, man. Um, you know, they're in that, uh, they're in that division with – who is it? It's it's Green Bay. It's the Bears who who are really nothing special. So, um, you know, it could be interesting. It could be interesting. Um, the last one I do think is actually probably probably the second most interesting, actually, and that is the Washington Commanders drafted Jahan Dotson to be, I think, their wide receiver too, with with Scary Terry there. Um, and you know, Carson Wentz, a little scary, 
Certainly. They also okay. have don't don't they have a second year rookie coming in this year? I think is it Diami Brown? Was he? Yeah, rookie? yeah, I think that was it, right? And that you know they still technically have Curtis Samuel, but he was just beat up the entire last year. You know, Curtis Samuel, yeah, Diami Brown. Yeah, Diami Brown. Curtis Samuel. So you've got this little soup of Diami Brown and Curtis Samuel. And... <laughs> All right, maybe it's a little murkier than I thought. Um, just going to be one of those things that you know be on the lookout in training camp, of course, preseason. See if um, Jahan Dotson can kind of emerge because if he does. Could be interesting. Not not as anything super special. Not as, of course, a Jamar Chase or whatever, but just something that could have some fancy value to flex in as a wide receiver three or whatever. And then, and then the only I think running back of note was the Jets getting Brees Hall. He's supposed to be very NFL ready. Um, you know, the Jets do already have. Let's see, who was that, I think, rookie last year? Got a second-year running back from, like, like an early draft Michael pick. Michael Carter, Michael Carter. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Carter was drafted, was it last year or was it two years ago? It was last year. He was a rookie last year. Yeah, so that's that kind of goes into a sticky situation. I expect Brees to get get the first crack at it as like a, you know, a first rounder or a second rounder. I apologize, but maybe it's a kind of Michael Carter committee kind of interaction. I mean, who knows what really they're doing over there. Um, were well, there- they got Traylon Burks uh, over there. I mean, you kind of skimmed over him a second ago, but right for Tennessee. I mean, he's taking, he's going to a place that's got, that's got some, a little bit of a pie that just opened up, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's it's up to him. It's totally up to Traylon Burks to find out if he's 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 a person who who has a his chance at being good in the NFL is just like it's laid out before him so plainly right mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other people, not so much, but I mean, it's just like, here you go. You're a first round wide receiver and we just traded away our best guy. What you got? Yeah, no, they're putting the spotlight on him for sure. And we've seen Tannehill have some magic. So, so you're right. Uh, that could be definitely a, a opportunity just like in Atlanta. It's a similar position, similar opportunity there. I'd rather have Tannehill throwing to me than... I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I do want to just peek at the running back position because typically rookie running backs do have a little bit higher of a shot to make an impact, but behind Brees Hall, I mean, really the ones that went were Kenneth Walker went to the Seattle Seahawks who Rashad Penny seemed to have some, some juice last year, surprisingly kind of came back from the dead a little bit and i have to imagine they want penny to at least be the one but recognize that he has injury history and could any any snap of the week blow out and and they have to have somebody so kenneth walker i feel like is kind of one of those rookies that people are probably going to draft and just keep sitting on and sitting on a la javante williams with um 
Melvin Gordon there and just kind of keep hoping and hoping that it swaps to him. But just, I'm just kind of tired of that. Oh, the James Cook here. Yes. Bills. Yes. James Cook did go to the Bills and it's going to be one of those things. How much, you know, Devin Singletary seemed to have a little bit, but it's going to be, you know, again, preseason week three. Who's out there? Who's who's taking those first? If he's the first running back, you know, it's not any sort of like glory situation. We're never ex- super excited about Bill's running back, but he could be a difference maker and in a potent offense could get goal line. Although Josh Allen does love to smash his head into some linebackers. But yeah, that that could be pretty exciting. James Cook going to to the Bills a situation. I'm probably not that excited about it, but it, it could work out. Um, and then the other one was Damian Pierce going to the Houston Texans. I know everybody just threw up in their mouth when they heard Houston Texans. I get it, but it's a fantasy. It's a football team. They have to score more than zero points at some point this season, I'm guessing. So if he's the dude, I mean, if they turn him into a three down back, I don't care who they play for. That could be worth it. So look for him kind of later in drafts. I, I don't think that, a lot of casual leagues will probably really recognize that name. He didn't really go that high. I can't, let me think, um, let me, let me look quickly where he actually went in the draft. Uh, let's see here. Fourth round. So fourth round. So it's sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. And, you know, I think he's probably going to go 10th round plus in, in fantasy leagues and, again, could be an RB one for a team. And that usually has to translate to at least like an RB three in fantasy. So could be really sneaky, probably not something too excited about, but we're looking for value here. And as we said at the start of the show, this draft was just, it was just tough love in general for fantasy football, man. Not a lot of like strong winners here, but, uh, but that's all right. We'll find the fan. We'll find the value where we can and, and love it the all, all the way. And uh, that's about all the thoughts I had for the NHL. I mean, the NFL draft, man. Any uh, any last thoughts from you? Oh, that's that's about it for NFL. Well, we will do our best to watch the Nick Cage Scorsese flick by next week, and uh, you know, probably not a lot there. There's probably some free agent, uh, you know, players who didn't get drafted that might get picked up. Keep your eyes on that. That that always has a little bit of sneaky sneakiness sometimes but um overall dude enjoy the the nhl the nba you know for non-football season this is as good as it gets so you know dive in get on the couch a little bit and uh and we'll see you next week see you next week